So if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you know that we here like to shine a light on underappreciated artists. That's kind of a theme that we sometimes have on the podcast, and today's no different. And I think this is going to be one of, I think, a number of uh, episodes that we dedicate to a particular artist or a group of artists that just have not gotten their proper due. I think some of these artists are are wrongfully considered one-hit wonders. I don't know that that's the proper tag for them. Uh, instead, they, they just are so well known for a particular song that the remainder of their library uh, tends to be overlooked. And so, you know, again, you've got a substantial career, but dominated by a particular song that I think prevents people from trying to dig a little deeper into their uh, respective catalogs. And so we here at the podcast are here to shine a light on those careers. Uh, perhaps for the first time. And so today, we are going to feature Edwin Starr and Percy Sledge. And focusing on these two great artists also allows us to uh, demonstrate the, the contrast, the stylistic contrast between the Motown sound and the sound of Atlantic Records, and more specifically, the Muscle Shoals, Alabama sound. So let's start with Edwin Starr. He of Motown fame, and of course you will associate the name Edwin Starr with the following huge hit song. Nothing. 
and that of course was War from the 1970 album War and Peace. Uh, interestingly enough, the, the song was originally written uh, by Barrett Strong and Norman Whitfield for The Temptations, who recorded it for their Psychedelic Shack album. But it really didn't take off for The Temps, and of course it really took off for Edwin Starr. And as kind of an aside, uh, we unfortunately recently lost Barrett Strong, who was a longtime uh, writer with Motown Records. Uh, but as we're now going to hear, war is really an outlier in Edwin Starr's career. So not only uh, do people not really have familiarity with the rest of his catalog, but it really shows that the rest of his catalog is quite different from war. Um, as you're going to hear, he, as you hear in war, of course, he has a very strong, muscular voice, but he doesn't use it uh, nearly as much in some of his other songs. So from the 1969 album, 25 Miles, here's a song called Backyard Lovin' Man. But I'd like to tell you this one. It happened some years ago in a very small place. Well, it was considered in a little country town. I was born and raised right next door is where she lived. Lucy was her name. I was young, but my love grew for her Morris day. But her folks, they did not understand. They made me stay away. In the back between her house and mine They stood an old brown fence And although it stood between us This is where each day we met I made a vow the day would come When I'd have her by my side There would be no fence between us We would leave all this behind And I want to tell you all I was a backyard loving man I just want to testify She's moved, now I'm still trying to make it, and she's making front page news. I miss that little country girl, the soft touch of her hand, but if we were seen together now, no one would understand, even though she's in a different world where all her moves are planned, she still can't erase the love she had for her backyard-loving man. If we want to share our love, we have to slip away, it's so plain to see there's still love. Standing in my way And I want to tell you all I'm still a backyard-loving man I just want to testify I'm still a backyard-loving man Oh, oh, I remember When we were young We talked of love Through cracks between the fence And that barrier between our love Has been there ever since I want to tell you all And that's just classic Motown styling. Uh, very distinctive guitar sound, uh, very distinctive background singer sounds. And I think to my ears, the only thing missing, of course, is the tambourine, which if you're a fan of Motown, you know they love them some tambourine. So from that same album, uh, here's another one. Uh, very much in the vein of the Four Tops or very early Temptations recordings. It's a song called If My Heart Could Tell a Story. 
staff writer from Motown Records by the name of James Dean was responsible for that one. And uh, he is also, I think, better known for the song What Becomes of the Brokenhearted, which in the early 80s uh, was the subject of a Paul Young cover. Uh, English uh, recording artist Paul Young, who I think did a very tasteful version of that, uh, What's Become of the Brokenhearted. So James Dean, Motown staff writer. All right, moving back to the War and Peace album from 1970, uh, we've got another song from Edwin Starr called Running Back and Forth.
Now, my copy of this album doesn't have liner notes, unfortunately, which is one of the things I really like about having vinyl. Um, but uh, to my ears, this was probably a, a bass line that was devised by and played by Jim Jamerson, uh, who was, of course, a member of the Funk Brothers uh, house band for Motown Records. If you've not seen it, uh, there is an excellent documentary came out a good while ago called Standing in the Shadow of Motown that features uh, Jamerson along with a, a great number of other men and women who were really the backbone of the Motown sound. So check that out, the Funk Brothers documentary. Now, the sound coming out of Muscle Shoals, Alabama, could not be more different than Motown. And the Muscle Shoals sound is a big part of the success of Percy Sledge, and it really informs his style a great deal. The Muscle Shoals rhythm section, of course, known as the Swampers, uh, they of Leonard Skinnerd fame, uh, if you've been one of the few people who's never heard Sweet Home Alabama, you would not know this, but of course their name checked in that song. Uh, but they also were the subject of a relatively recent documentary called Muscle Shoals, which, similar to the Funk Brothers documentary, uh, really shone a light uh, onto a bunch of uh, really great artists who just don't get the front page attention and really demonstrates the importance of cohesion in a, a record company or a uh, recording studio sound. So, of course, if we're talking about Percy Sledge, we're talking about When a Man Loves a Woman.
interestingly enough, at the close of that tune, you can hear the horns are a bit out of tune. And uh, the backstory that I've seen on that was that they were planning to re-record, but either ran out of time or there was a tape mix-up or something to that extent, and they delivered uh, the wrong version ultimately. Now, I, I don't know whether or not that's a true story, if it's one of those apocryphal stories, but either way, it's a pretty cool story, so I've decided I'm going to believe it. Um, but digging deeper into Percy Sledge, we are going to play one from 1968 called Take Time to Know Her. I found a woman I felt I truly loved She was everything I'd ever been dreaming of But she was bad I didn't know it Her pretty smile Never did show it All I knew what I could see And I knew I wanted her for me I took her home to mama Mama wanted to see my future bride Oh, she looked at us both And then she called me to her side She said, son, take time to know her not an overnight plan Take time to know her Please don't rush into this thing But I didn't listen to mama I went straight to the church I just couldn't wait to have a little girl of mine When I got on future bride He looked at us both and then he called me to his side He said, son, take time to know her It's not an overnight plan You better take time to know her Please, please don't rush into this thing What it looked like everything was gonna turn out alright I came home a little early one night And there she was Kissing on another man Now I know what mama meant When she took me by the hand And said, son Take time Now there are a couple of things that are very notable about about that tune and the first is you get that classic Muscle Shoals organ sound courtesy of Spooner Oldham who was the uh, staff keyboardist of the Swampers and you also get a very distinct background singer style uh, that you had with uh, Atlantic Records that just contrasts with what we heard with Motown and and Edwin Starr Uh, but the other thing that's notable is the the different uh, vocal stylings that, that Percy Sledge offers on that tune it, it just really gives you a, a feel for the kind of toolbox that he had vocally. Uh, and it wasn't always an all-out, uh, fully emotional style of singing like you hear with uh, When a Man Loves a Woman. 
So let's move on to another one from 1968, another woman doing Percy Wrong song. Uh, I suspect that Percy just loves too much. But uh, as we shall see, uh, he has been wounded again in a song called It's All Wrong, But It's All Right. To another man And I'll do my best To understand If you're a fan of Atlantic Records in the mid to late 60s, uh, you definitely recognize that, that distinct guitar sound that you have on that song. So again, that's it's all wrong, but it's all right. But moving on to 1967, a little, little bit earlier, uh, a song that makes you not feel so bad for Percy because now he's kind of on the other side of the coin here, uh, a little role reversal. And here's Percy doing someone wrong in Dark End of the Street.
As you might note, uh, there are a great deal of similarities between Percy Sledge and Otis Redding, which of course is hardly surprising, uh, given that they were both Atlantic Records recording artists. And so there's a lot of similarity in their sound, uh, not only vocally, but in the, in the music that surrounds them. And so let's kind of bring that to the fore here by giving you one that Otis Redding himself recorded and then was later recorded by Percy Sledge. And it's called That's How Strong My Love Is. the sun way up there I'd go with the most everywhere I'd be the moon when the sun go down just to let her know that I'm still around that's how strong my love is that's how strong my love is that's how strong my love is that's how strong Swimming whenever you were here I'll be the rainbow After the tears are gone Wrapped in my cover Just to keep you warm But that's how strong My love is That's how strong My love is That's how strong My love is That's how strong Yeah. 
shining a brighter light on the careers of Edwin Starr and Percy Sledge today, and, and we certainly hope that you also enjoyed the journey with us. Uh, I would look out for more episodes like this in the future. Again, it's not going to be a regular feature, but it's something that I think we're going to do on occasion. And I'm not certain, but it's possible that we will next do one for an artist who once sang about werewolves. So as you think on that, we'll wrap it up today. And we will talk with you soon. Thanks again for listening.